Hello and welcome to your consultation session. This is a disclaimer that I am not responsible for the results of my thoughts and advice. Whether good or bad, your life is up to you. Hello everyone. I hope that everyone had a great Thanksgiving weekend. I actually usually hate this holiday and I have my valid reasons. Uh, but this year was great. I, I didn't hate it at all. Um, ate some good grub. Fell asleep on the couch watching football. I mean, how much more America could it get? But, um, yeah, like I said, usually hate this holiday. But for some reason this year, everything was just different. So, did not um, hate it as much. Um, I, I have been trying to decide how I was going to do this. And whenever I say this, I mean give a background of myself. Um, so as you will soon find out, been through some things, um, and I never know how to bring this up. Um, and so what I've decided I'm going to do is that I am, this is going to be the episode that I refer back to. So in the future, whenever I'm like, oh yeah, that thing that happened that one time, if you don't know what that thing was, just come on, listen over here. Um, and I will give you the spiel of it all. So, um, in the last episode, I, uh, mentioned briefly that I have a brother that has deceased. Um, and like, so I do that kind of often where I'm just like, oh yeah, my, whenever this happened or whenever that happened. And for me, it's because the things that have happened to me have, yes, some of them have happened recently, but also most of them happened so long ago that, I've come to terms with it and I'm able to live in my day-to-day life and still choose joy. Um, and so for me, I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, this sucked, but it happened. And I've noticed whenever people don't know me, um, they're like, oh my God, that happened to you? And it takes them a second. It's, it's, I've, I've just trauma bombed them. I've trauma dumped them where they're just like, now they don't know what to do with it. They don't know to treat me the same. Like, should they watch what they say around me? You know, this, that, the other. And, um, if you are one of those people who you're like, oh my God, they just told me this tragic thing that happened. Just be a listening ear. That's often, especially for someone who has been through it many a time. Um, I, I'm not looking for advice, and a lot of people aren't looking for advice. If someone's at wanting advice, they'll ask you for it. Um, and so, um, but I will say, though, that is one of my favorite compliments, is that whenever I do trauma dump, and they say, I never would have known that that happened to you. And that, to me, means that I'm living my life um, in a way that is... Um, gratifying it, it, um, yeah, to me, it's just like, I'm giving my brothers something to be proud of. And so whenever I say brothers, yes, I do mean plural. I have lost, um, three of my four brothers. All of my older brothers have passed on from various things. Um, and I'm just kind of going to dive into that a little bit, uh, let you know what that looks like. Um, and then we shall carry on. So this is going to be a little bit of a heavier episode, but it gets more fun from here. So, um, 
that is the way that we're going to go. Um, so whenever I was a senior in high school, and my gosh, I could tell you every single detail about every single event that I'm about to tell you, but I'm, I don't want to keep you guys on here for like hours and hours and hours. So I will try to tone it down. Um, so like I said, senior in high school, I was playing in a softball tournament in good old Weatherford, Oklahoma. Um, and we had just won our game and I was putting on my glasses, uh, from my purse that Josh actually got me. So Josh is my very oldest brother. Um, we had just gotten done taking a picture from winning a previous tournament, um, for the paper. And so I was putting on my glasses, I was grabbing my bag and suddenly our team momager, uh, she was a mom of one of the players and she was there for every single thing. She was like, Tate, you're needed over there and just had a weird face. I was like, okay, I see my oldest brother, Josh standing there. Uh, and he did not look well either. And I was excited to see him. I thought he surprised me. Uh, I thought he was there for the whole game. He had just gotten there. I was like, Hey, what's going on, bubs? And he just had the most terrible look on his face. He grabbed my shoulders as if to brace me and proceeded to say in the most tearfully dreadful way, Jody is dead. And Jody was my brother that was immediately older than me. We shared the middle child spot and middle child syndrome. Um, and Jody died of a diabetic coma. And so, God, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, he, Jody was so many things for me. He was my bully. <laughs> It was my personal protection and the reason also that no boys asked me out in high school uh, because there was one time a guy just made a compliment or made a comment. He said, hey, Tate, your sister's getting hot. Jody threw the guy, the poor fellow, up against the lockers and said, don't you ever talk about my sister that way again. So I'm pretty sure if he was still here, I still would be 27 and never had a boyfriend. But, you know, that is... It is what it is. Um, but yeah, um, so Josh was the one that gave me the news. And before I could even fall, because that's all that I knew to do, uh, Josh caught me. Um, and he was holding me up and he carried me to the truck after, you know, a few emotional moments with my team members. Because we were a very small school and so everyone knew Jody, everyone knew all of us. We were all like one, I'm not going to say one big happy family because that was not my high school experience. Um, it was like one family and I was the black sheep of the family. I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, so at the time, this was 2013, the hardest time of my life, obviously. Uh, I was 17, hadn't really, I had been through, I'd been through some shit, let me tell you, but this was the worst. Um, and so I then, you know, moved to Texas a few months later, go to college and I move in with my aunt and she doesn't know. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure that she's 
figured it out at one point. But so after Jody had died, I had unwillingly or unknowingly developed, you know, depression and an eating disorder. I just, I physically could not eat because it made me sick. And so my aunt made me eat food, prop, like proper meals, because uh, I grew up on, you know, marshmallow mateys, which is poor people cereal, uh, pancakes, macaroni and cheese, and ramen. Uh, I will not eat cereal nor ramen for those reasons. Uh, pancakes and mac and cheese, though, those still, those still hit, let me tell you. Um, but so eventually I moved to Texas, uh, started my freshman year of college. I was actually supposed to play immediately softball. Um, for the university, well, no, it was a college, for the JUCO that I went to, and I didn't, and in hindsight, that was the year that the the school that I went to, their softball team got into a bus accident, and three of their players died, so it, it was just, like, a really weird God thing for me of just, like, whoa, God's got his hands on my life, and he's still protecting me even in times whenever it, I feel the literal worst and I'm the most mad at God I've ever been. And he's, it, it, it was just a weird thing at the time. Um, but so, you know, I'm going to school. I eventually moved back to Oklahoma and it's been a year and a half since Jody has passed away. And my brother Josh comes back from his tour in Afghanistan because he was our, our, our little war hero um, and I am in church. It's a snowy day. It's the first snow of winter in 2014. And we're in church. Praise and worship just got done. We're sitting down. I don't know how, but my brother-in-law found us in the very back because we went to a mega church at the time. And he pulls us out. He's like, we have to go. We have to go. And we're like, what's going on? So in the lobby, once we get out of there, he says... Josh is dead. And I remember falling to the ground. And as I'm falling, I immediately am taken back to the day that Josh told me about Jody and how he caught me. And I'm immediately back in my day of, be, of finding out about Josh and realize he's not here to catch me. Who's going to catch me when I fall? And so that was the definite second worst day of my entire life um I um Josh was our hero you know and he was also my very best friend very best friend he would text me you know any single time that he could about any dumb thing like hey hey you want to come over and uh and, and sing some tunes because he loved to play guitar in fact, there's still some songs today that I can't listen to because they were mine and Josh's songs that we would sing at karaoke or what have you. Um, and or, or he would be like, hey, my girlfriend doesn't like my mustache. What do you think, though? And like he would, we had that relationship where, listen, if Lil Sis says something, then he's going to listen to Lil Sis. And I, like that man, he he was my ultimate best friend. You know, whatever he said happened. So, um, he was our, like I said, he was the, I hate to say this alpha cause he definitely was not like a, an Andrew Tate kind of guy, you know, he was Josh Tate. So he was, 
He, if he was still here, he'd be making fun of Andrew so much. It'd be really funny. But, um, so, yeah, it was, that was definitely a really, really hard time. And also, in between losing Jody and Josh, I had lost three of my grandpas. Three of my four grandpas. Um, two had cancer, one had a heart attack. It was just such a difficult time. It didn't seem like there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and so, you know, a few years after that, in 2020, January of 2020, before the pandemic hit, I had decided that I needed, I should probably go to therapy. <laughs> I had been through some shit. I, at the time, you know, was like, you know, I am, there's a good chance that someday I'm going to be someone's wife and I want to be the best one I'm like we said I'm competitive in every single thing I do and even like I want to be the best of friends I want to be the best of roommates I want to be like I just wanted to be better in every way shape or form and I didn't know how to do it on my own and I knew that I had so many so much blockage of my emotions and processing that I was like I need to go to therapy so that I can become a better person it's not like I was a bad person before I just didn't know how to work through all of my emotions. And, you know, what's crazy is that I started therapy and a month later I was sick. And this is because <clears throat> I was reliving all of the trauma that I had ever experienced in my 24 years of life. So, like I just told you two of the things and that's, those are just the tip of the iceberg. So, childhood was very, very tough and rough, and I, I had physically held on to every emotion I had ever felt, and the release of it was like releasing toxins, you know? So, whenever you do a cleanse, where they say it's terrible for you to quit alcohol or, like, cold turkey, because it's toxic to your body. That is quite literally what happened to me because I didn't know that I had been through so much shit. I, I didn't know. I thought it was normal. And whenever I brought it all up and everything, my therapist was like, girl, <laughs> how are you alive? What you doing? And then I was so sick all the time. That pandemic actually, I know that it was terrible. But for me personally, I was so sick all the time. I was having to call out work that I was able to work from home and like it was perfect timing for me personally to be quarantined because otherwise I would have lost my job because I was so sick from the PTSD and you know doctors couldn't figure it out because so just a quick little spiel in that whenever you experience PTSD and things like that you hold your emotions in your muscles, in your fibers, literally within your body, and also within your stomach. So whenever you are experiencing PTSD, your stomach is, it suddenly becomes inflamed. Well, your stomach is also where your immune system is. And so whenever your stomach is inflamed all the time, and so your immune system is inflamed all the time, you're going to develop an autoimmune disease. That's why stress management is so important. Um, and so for me, your stomach is where your T3, thyroid 3, 
transforms to T4, thyroid 4. Very essential process to every single person. My stomach was so messed up that that never happened, so I developed um, hypothyroidism. But I have been able to reverse it with, you know, food and stress management and the way that I now live my very healthy lifestyle. Um, but at the time, it was scary, you know. we There was a time whenever we were like, shit, do I have cancer? Like, and in the middle of, like, like it had been a few years since Josh had passed and, you know, a few more years even so of Jody passing. And so it was like, really? Another, another thing? Um, now granted, still an autoimmune disease is not easy nor cheap to live with. However, whenever your alternative was cancer, I'm very thankful for what I've got. Um, and so... After a year of being sick, and no one can tell me why, um, I get a call from my older brother, Jay's roommate. Um, Jay is my last living older brother at the time. He had told me that, uh, whenever I say that I saw, I saw his roommate's name pop up on my phone, and I already knew. I, I didn't even need to hear the words. I just already knew. Um, but he told me that, there was an ambulance coming for Jay, and it didn't look good. And I I had just gotten out of the shower, so I it was a cold January night. My hair was wet. I don't know how I didn't get sick. Actually, I'm pretty sure I did get sick. But I immediately threw on my clothes. My dad lived two minutes away from me at the time, so I called him. I told him to get the car going. I was going to drive over there, and we were going to drive over there together. Um, and... I called my mom on the way over there. At the time, it was still like, hey, Jay needs an ambulance. We don't know what's going on. And then not five minutes later, I get a phone call again saying that he had passed on. And so that was the hardest phone call I had to make was to my mom and tell her that her little boy had died. Um, and that little boy was also my brother. Um... He was 29 at the time, so he definitely wasn't a little boy. But, you know, I don't think that moms ever stop looking at their sons as their little boys, nor their daughters, their little girls. Um, and so it was, um, yeah, I mean, he had also gone into a diabetic coma. So I don't know if I stated this. So Jody died of a diabetic coma, Jay died of a diabetic coma, and Josh died in a car accident. Um, and, I mean, it's been nearly two years since Jay has passed, and we're also coming up on ten years for Jody. and life has felt so unfair at times, and so this is the reason I hate Thanksgiving. I mean, I look around and I just see who's missing. At Christmas, I don't know why it's different, but it just is, but also, Jody's birthday, November 22nd usually the week of Thanksgiving. Josh died November 16th. Um, and then also Thanksgiving, just looking around and seeing who's not there. Um, I mean, it just is, it's the worst holiday, in my opinion, for those reasons, in that it you just see who's missing. Um, and I, you know, <laughs> this month I'm really tired. <laughs> Because I'm 
I, I try to be more proactive. Every year I see November coming and I'm like, oh, I hate November because of those reasons. And so, you know, I work harder to make sure that I'm drinking my water, that I'm eating the right foods, that I'm trying to get sunlight, but it's starting to get cold and gloomy. So it's hard to do that, but still got to try and do that and prioritize sleep and do all the things that it takes for you to even give your brain a chance to thrive. Um, and even then, you know, the emotions will just take over you one day. And so doing all that effort, plus your normal nine to five, it's just, it's a lot. And I can see why November is just, it's a hard month for a lot of people. I have found out a lot of people hate this holiday. A lot of people hate this month. And I think that it's for reasons very similar to mine in that it's just, it's an exhausting time and it's a, painful reminder of what you don't have. Um, and so, I mean, this episode doesn't really have a resolution. Grief is something that we will always carry with us. Um, this episode, I guess, is just to give you a timeline of the tragedies. Um, and, and I guess, you know, to let you know, to try to find positives, because I do like to think that I live my life full of joy um, minus the month of November, which this month, this year, it's been different. I, I don't know if it's me growing or what it is, but it has been different. Um, and I have been really able to find positives. For instance, I did start a nonprofit in my brother's name. It's called Big Brother Tate, and it is meant to help others with diabetes as well as a student from our high school to go to college. And I think that it's a really beautiful thing. Even if we only have $1 to give, it's a legacy that they get to live on in some way. Uh, because, I mean, I'm not able to pass on my dad's legacy in the way that your oldest son or any of your sons can. And, you know, he doesn't have any more sons. And so I think that it's something that my family is really going to love. None of them knew that I did it. Um... They know now, but if you're looking for somewhere to give this holiday season, Big Brother Tate would love every dollar so that their legacy can live on. Um, but if I can leave you with anything today, please let it be this. The holidays are hard for a lot of people. Please be kinder to those around you. And if you are experiencing a holiday after a loss, no matter how much time has passed, whether it be earlier this year or 10 years ago and you're just finding this holiday season really difficult, please reach out to someone. You have a community around you. And if you feel like you don't have a community around you, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I will be happy to, to walk you through it, to give you examples to any way that I can. I'm, again, I'm not a licensed therapist in any way, but I am a listening ear. Um, and I, I would hate for anyone to feel unimportant or unheard or invalidated in their feelings because your feelings are valid. Um, so just remember that you are not alone and let's do our best to have a damn good holiday season. Thank you for listening to your consultation session.